Hi, everyone. This is Regina. Hi, horse lovers. This is Lynn. This week on the Horse Industry Podcast. Okay, Gina, I have been traveling with my horse, and then I came back and I'm traveling with my job, and it's month end, my life is crazy, and you have been researching away. This one, this episode that we're doing today, I, I don't even know how I stumbled upon this, but I thought, oh my God, we have to do, a. this is probably not going to be a super long episode, but it's an important episode. Have you ever heard of the Nabstrupper? Spell that. K-N-A-B-S-T-R-U-P-P-E-R. And pronounce it again? Nabstrupper? Never. Oh. Is it German? It's Danish okay. from Denmark. Lynn, why should stallions get all of the credit? I have a story for you on a rare breed of horse that was created because of the mare. Her name was Flabibi. That's a beautiful name. It is a beautiful name. In fact, I put the spelling of it into howtopronounceit.com just to make sure that I knew how to say it correctly. So it's Flabibi. Or you could even go Flabibi, but we're going to say Flabibi. She is the origin of the Nab Strupper horse. The Nab Stripper horse, it originated in Denmark. And if you look at pictures of it, it looks a lot like a leopard Appaloosa. In fact, when I first saw the pictures, I'm like, well, it looks just like an app, but it's its own breed. And it came from this one mare. The Nab Struppers originated in Denmark. And again, like I said, they look a lot like a leopard Appaloosa. Most of them are white with black spots. They kind of look like giant leopards. However, the primary difference is that Appaloosa horses originated in the United States, Why the Nab Struppers originated in Denmark. They have many of the same coloring, but they're actually not even closely related at all. A Nab Strupper is not always spotted, but on the other hand, neither is every spotted horse a nabstrupper. Although spotted horses existed in the 16th century, the nabstrupper breed wasn't established until 1812. So I'm going to kind of give you a little bit of history as to how this one mare created this entire horse breed. And I've seen this information posted in a number of places. So I don't feel like I'm really going to plagiarize here because the story is the same throughout. The Nabstrupper originated in Denmark in the 19th century, and the breed started with a single mare, as I shared, Flabibi. The mare was owned by Major Villers Lund. Major Lund was the owner of a manor called Nab Stragard, which is where the breed's name derives. Flabibi was a horse with incredible spots and coloring. They thought that she was of Spanish origin. Major Lund bought Flabibi from a butcher. Now, this wasn't a butcher that was butchering horses. It was just he was a businessman. But he bought the mare from a butcher. And it was the mare that is literally responsible for setting the breed standard. It's thought that the butcher had bought the mare from a Spanish cavalry officer stationed in Denmark during the Napoleonic Wars. Flabibi was unusually marked for horses of the day. She was dark red, 
And she had a white mane and tail. So if you can kind of oh, picture that. beautiful. Yeah. And then her body was covered with these like small little white snowflakes. And she also had brown spots mixed in there too. She was, she had so many colors and she was beautiful. I mean, if you can imagine that white mane and tail with that red body and the, and brown. Oh yeah, and that would be beautiful. Very beautiful. Flabibi was bred to a chestnut stallion and the colt that she had as a result of this in 1813 was they named him Flibibi Stallion. Very original. Yeah. So it was this colt, Flibibi Stallion, that was the foundation sire for the new spotted breed. And as a result of the birth, Flabibi herself became known as the breed mother of the nab strapper horse. The Flabibi Stallion also had that unusual coat color like his mother. And supposedly his coat almost glowed metallic because there were so many different colors in his coat. All of Flabibi's progeny displayed that fantastic spotted color. Not once did she give birth to a solid foal. So it stands to reason that she did carry some spotted jeans in there. And it's also one of the reasons why there can be so many different coat patterns today in that nab strupper breed. So just to just to confirm, the mother was Flabibi and she was at the nab Strigard farm. And that's where the nab strupper name of the breed comes from. Are you following me on that? I've got it. Okay. So How it came to be was that one night, Major Lunn was run over by a carriage and badly needed a doctor. It took about 19 miles for the man to get the care that he needed. His carriage was pulled by Flabibi and another horse. The trip took its toll on that other horse, and the other horse, I mean, legitimately had to be retired after that harrowing, frantic travel, yet... Flabibi herself went back to work the next day in the fields. She was a tough girl. And they thought, you know what? We need to keep these genetics going. So the offspring of Flabibi had all of their mother's stamina. The new breed was used in war for that reason as well, but it came with a price. The coats of the nab struppers made them an easy target for snipers, and most of these horses didn't return from oh, the war. Oh, that's terrible. I know, very sad. And you would think that, like we have a calico cat, kind of a brindle calico cat, and honestly, I don't know if it's my aging eyes or her coat color, but she blends in to the yard. So... I mean, on one hand, Appaloosas are, you know, they're unique and nab strappers are unique with their coat pattern. Sometimes you would think they would just blend in, but, but they'd be almost camouflage. Yeah. The, the white must have probably really stood out. Given them away. And yeah. it depends on the terrain. Yeah, that's true. Yep. We are sponsored by Purple Power Equine. Looking to add performance, power, and balanced nutrition? Purple Power Equine has many products that will become essential in preparing your equine athlete for performance. Whether you need to help gut and hoof health or add weight, body, and dimension, Purple Power Equine can help bring success to your equine athlete. Gastro Power, Power Up. Hoof Power, Power Punch. Emergency Power. Visit purplepowerequine.com or on Facebook at Purple Power Equine.
The want for this new breed of horse was intense, and the Nab Strupper horse was in danger of extinction shortly after it began, in part because of the war and the horses being killed in that way, but also the fire at that manor where most of the breeding horses were killed half of the herd. 22 of the breeding stock of this new breed perished in that barn fire. The breed was on the verge of extinction, even though it seemed like a lot of people really wanted these horses because of their unusual color and extreme rarity. In fact, nab struppers were often used by nobles and royals as well. White ones were actually used as carriage horses and sometimes as a mount of a monarch for crowning ceremonies. During the Schleswig War, nab struppers were used by the Danish officers, as I shared, and most officers who were riding the nab strupper horses were unfortunately shot and killed, too. So it's kind of like everybody wanted to use them, but it wasn't a good choice if you were in war. So there's a lot of mixed history there. Because of the fact that the horses were dwindling sharply in numbers, three American Appaloosa stallions were imported to Denmark to add new bloodlines to the dwindling oh, interesting. breed, right? Flabibi's offspring went on to carry the bloodline all over Denmark. The horses went on to be sport and circuit horses, and then suddenly people across the pond took interest. It wasn't until 2002 when the first foals were born in the United States. This is because a Texas couple's determination, Mike and Carol Athey, wanted to breed nab struppers in the United States. They did this by bringing frozen semen from the premier nab strupper stallion, Apollon. And on April 1st, 2002, the first nab strupper foal was born at Athie's Farm in Canton, Texas. And that foal was named McCarn's American Beauty. Members of the Nab Strupper Association, or AKA, flew to America just to inspect the breed. Now, that the AKA was formed to promote the breed in the U.S. Just like any registry, the AQA attended expos and handed out Nab Strupper swag when they could, and their efforts worked to try to increase the, the knowledge that this breed actually existed. In 2009, the original registry from Denmark started to send over individuals to inspect mares and foals all over the world. In 2011, the AKA decided to cease its operations and let Denmark's original registry take over in America. So clearly there's some joint effort there between American breeders and breeders back in Denmark. Nab strupper horses today are used in lots of different performance events. Many are used in dressage, jumping, driving, and endurance. They are considered high-spirited but docile. They have a willingness to work, and they're very gentle and also super smart. Very, very smart. There are three types of nab strupper horses today. It's kind of like distinctive traits. There are the sport type nab struppers, and those are crossbred with the warm blood sport horses. 
And then there's the Baroque type. These are more, these are shorter nab strippers. They're broader and they're usually used kind of for carriage horses. And then there's the third type, which is the pony. And those ponies are highly desired because the kids want those bright colored ponies. Of course. Yeah. So that kind of reminds me of like, I think it's like a POA. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have a thing for sports and rare horses, the nab strupper is what you would want to have. I went to the nabstruppers.com and here's a quote from the website under the section called breeding a nab strupper. And I quote, Nab strippers are an inspection breed that is all breeding stock, mares as well as stallions have to be inspected and graded and have a high enough score at grading to have a breeding license. Even registered nab strupper mares must have a breeding license for their foals to be registered. Mares and stallions are inspected by a judging panel from Denmark who fly over every other year and travel across the country. The inspections are held at various venues and the horses are brought in for inspection and grading, unquote. Now I found that on that nabstrupper.com website, there are four North American breeders listed. One is Avalon Equine out of Oklahoma. Another one is Cedar Creek Stables in Virginia. There's also the V2 Sport Horses in Pennsylvania. And there's some beautiful nabstruppers at a farm in Pennsylvania called Murder Hollow. Oh, that's a great name. I know. Who want want to go to Murder Hollow? Yeah, right. And on there, on that Murder Hollow website, it said that what began as a simple endeavor to produce an athletic and colorful equine partner has grown into one of the country's most renowned nab strupper breeding programs. I want to visit there. This is a great story, Regina. You know what, Lynn? You gotta, I'm telling you, you gotta look at the pictures of these horses. They are stunningly beautiful. I don't know if they're really that pretty in person or they all have excellent photographers. They are beautiful, beautiful horses. We need to send Susie Trueblood on an assignment. She lives in Pennsylvania. Oh, she needs to go to Murder Hollow. Yes, we will tag her. Yes, yes. There's also Nabstrupper Network online. And they said there's also some farms breeding Nabstruppers in Alabama, California, Florida, Iowa, Missouri, North Carolina, and Texas. Also, if you want to cross with a nabstrupper, there are certain outcrosses that are accepted. Some of them would be the Danish Warmblood, Thoroughbred, Arabians, Welsh Ponies, and Shetlands. And there's some other breeds as well that are accepted as crossbreeds, but those aren't nearly as familiar to me as those five different breeds are. Of course, the nabstruppers have lots of different Facebook pages that you can peruse. I spent some time kind of going through there, but it's a cool story. And again, hats off to Flibibi for being such a special girl that an entire horse breed is the result of her. I love doing the podcast because of this reason right here. Like this is this is information that I did not have in my life that I am now happy to have in my life. And now we have to have a t-shirt that says I love Flabibi. Flabibi. <laughs> So that's our story this week. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to spending more time with you and sharing stories of our industry. See you next week.